That's right. Your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's right. We are back from evacuation. We are back in our house. Everything seems to be okay. Uh, You know, could be a little better, but it could have been a lot worse. Um, So that is a good thing. Um, There are other people who are not as fortunate. So I have a link up uh, to help some of my friends uh, who, who might need your help. Other people have had much more drastic losses than I do. I'm having the guy come out uh, for tomorrow morning just to fi- do the final check on, you know, seeing what may be right, what may be wrong uh, with the house. Um, but we'll be going ahead and uh, finalizing all that stuff. But it seems like we are doing better than, than most, which I guess I should be thankful for that. And I'm thankful to be back in my own bed. Like, I'm very thankful, you know, for my mom for putting us up and for us being able to actually see my mom, which I haven't, be, who I haven't been able to see uh, all during the pandemic. I missed out on my family. Our normal Thanksgiving thing just went out the window. Uh, so it was nice to be able to see my uh, my family, my mom, my stepdad at least. Um, so that was good. Uh, but we are back. I am, you know, we have internet and power and electricity, all good things to have, especially in the hot New Orleans heat. Uh, we still got the remnants, I guess, of Nicholas or whatever that was today. Uh, it was a lot of rain, but it wasn't anything that caused any problems uh, locally uh, with, with, you know, at least with our house or whatever, nothing additional. Um, anyway, so that, that's the brief update of me being back. So huzzah for that. Uh, hopefully, now that I have everything all situated like I normally would do, my sound will hopefully be a little better. Maybe we'll see see uh, if uh, the listeners can let us know if it sounds better or not. But anyway, if you want to join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Uh, you can also join us on the uh, chat on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Sign in with your free blogtalkradio.com account. Go to the uh, episode page. Go to the bottom of the page, and the chat should be there, and you can leave your comments and questions there. And also, if you're watching live on YouTube, uh, you can also sign up there. Remember to follow me on YouTube, uh, because the more people we get following the podcast here on YouTube, the better uh, we can do when it comes to getting – monetized and all that good stuff. And that's the, one of the best ways you can help out liberal day and radio is to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and you could always sign in with your account. You don't have to subscribe to leave your comments, but you can, and there you go. And you could leave your comments there as well. Uh, finally, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you could always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., on the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberal Dan at liberal Dan radio on Twitter. Um, I did forget to share, I guess, the link uh, of the uh, of the. Um, that's not the right one. The the link to my Facebook page. I guess I should go ahead and do that as well. You know, because people should know where to find me. I suppose um, this is still going to be. I'm doing a little bit of a of a paired back uh, show. You know, I'm not, I'm not having all the bits. I did do a hypocrite of the week. We'll play that in a few minutes. Um, but I did want to, uh, 
you know, I've been working, you know, on getting everything back to normal. Um, one of the, the fun things we, of course, we had to do is having to deal with the refrigerator. Um, that was gross. At least the new refrigerator was more gross than the old refrigerator. The old refrigerator in the, in the, um, the old refrigerator that was in the, uh, in, in the garage didn't have much icky stuff in it, especially in the freezer because the freezer pretty much was broken and just has ice, you know, ice things in it to make sure the temperature gets regulated fine. So it has like ice packs or whatever. Um, so that one that is actually being used currently for our, uh, that one is being used currently uh, for most of our food while the new refrigerator gets all of the icky smell out of it. Uh, my wife did go ahead and take out a bunch of those nasty food from the deep freeze. I'm not looking forward to that part either. So, um, so we, anyway, we are go ahead and just take our first commercial break. Uh, we'll come back, take your calls as well. Uh, you can, uh, again, 914-803-4131, This is Little Dane Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal band radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, 
the Vinicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Damanach, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, Talk for the Left That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, to join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Again, you can also join us in the blogtalkradio.com chat room, blogtalkradio.com slash liberal dan. Uh, you can uh, join up with your free account and go to the episode page and leave your comments in the chat room there. You can also go to youtube.com slash liberaldanradio or youtube.liberaldan.com, and that will be another way that you can uh, interact with the show. Um, I was trying to struggle. Apparently, there's there was a post that I wanted to uh, – talk about before I got to the rest of the topic, because last week we did talk about uh, the issue of the Texas abortion law. Um, and, you know, it got into just a general discussion last week about uh, abortion and should it be legal? Should it not be legal? You know, of course, at Liberal Dane Radio, it's my policy, my support that there should be no restrictions. Uh, it should only be between the person who is seeking the abortion and their doctor. Uh, government shouldn't be getting in the way, doing anything in any way whatsoever uh, to prevent people from having bodily autonomy. And you know, the only thing that government has a role for is to treat uh, a clinic that might perform an abortion like any other clinic that performs any other medical surgery, and not in ways that makes it so that they're trying to you know get around. You know, oh, we're going to go around Roe v. Wade by putting on these stringent things, but we're going to make it more stringent. You know, the silly rules about, you know, requiring a doctor to have admitting privileges at a local hospital if, if the clinic wants to be open. Well, it's ridiculous because, you know, there's no reason for that to happen because uh, if there's an emergency and somebody needs to be admitted to the hospital, they can go to the emergency room. That's what they're for. So, again, the only reason that you have see these laws that are being placed in, you know, states like Texas and now Florida is considering one when it comes to this, you know, the whole bounty thing, you know, it's just to control people because they don't care about people's lives. You look at my if – if you go look at my videos on TikTok, you can clearly see that all of these people who are supposedly pro-life have no care in the world about people's lives. They don't care about the people's lives. They, all they care about is uh, 
All they care about is controlling people. Specifically, they want to control women. Um, now, again, remember that there are people who are do not identify as women who could also be pregnant, and they should also be always be included in the conversation. But the intent here, uh, the conservative intent, is to control women. The other people that they end up also controlling is just, I guess, an added bonus for them. I, I would guess. Um, but again, you know, I am always going to use my privilege, use my voice to uh, promote issues that I feel are important, including uh, the right of body autonomy. And, and what, the reason I wanted to talk about this a little bit before getting to the rest of the topics of the show today was because uh, there was a post in a group, and I thought it was it was a letter uh, to an individual, um, to an ex uh, from an individual who had obtained um, abortions, and uh, it discussed about what had happened during the course of the pregnancy. Um, so let me just read the letter. I'm going to keep it anonymous, which is probably more anonymity than was requested, but it is what it is. I, I, I Better to be safer than sorry. Um, hey, so-and-so. Hope all is well with you these days. Pretty scary times we're living in with our country trying to ban abortion, isn't it? If access to reproductive care was restricted when we were together, we would have a six- and seven-year-old now. Aren't you glad we aren't raising two kids together? If so, I hope you're talking to your friends and family members, especially men, about how important having access to safe reproductive care is. Two abortions didn't just benefit me. You were also spared the financial and emotional stress of being a parent. We both benefited, and I hope you'll use that experience to educate others and get the men in your life to understand the impact of what's happening in our country. I don't see enough men speaking out, speaking about this very important topic. So I'm just reaching out to encourage you to use your voice and, and to give you permission to speak about our experience. And now this is an experience that took place between this individual and their boyfriend. And you know, while well, it was posted in a Facebook group, I of course asked permission before sharing this story to other people as well. Um, and I got the permission, so good. Uh, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to overstep my bounds in trying to uh, tell somebody else's story without their permission, but I, I got it. And, and it's very important. This is, you know, when, you know, one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough when it comes to um, abortion when it comes to the benefits of abortions, people only want to make it about the person who is pregnant. Uh, they don't necessarily want to make it about um, the individuals who helped to cause the pregnancy. You know, you know, it takes sperm and an egg, simple, plain birds and the bees, you know, that happens. So, we had somebody join and leave the conversation. I miss it. Oh, well, over on Block Talk Radio. Um, anyway, so there's, there's not a lot of talk. You know, there is talk about what happens when – talk about what happens when, uh, you know, hypocrites start dealing with abortion. Like, for example, there's talk about, you know, 
what would happen if one of these conservative politicians, what if they were to get, you know, one of their mistresses pregnant or whatever? You better believe that they would find a way to make sure that the pregnancy was terminated. But they're going to bend over backwards to try and make sure that, you know, abortion is prevented. And part of me does believe that there's not that 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 if if they were able to literally prevent all abortions from happening or all literally prevent all abortions from being legal uh, i don't think that's necessarily what they would want to ultimately do uh, with a lot of these people i think a lot of these people would rather it be legal and then be able to use it as a rallying cry for political purposes because if they manage to get rid of it they managed to eliminate all abortions, then they wouldn't have the issue to talk about anymore. They'd have to find something else to talk about, which, you know, would hurt them politically. I I don't know how long they could ride on the whole boat of, hey, we were able to get this done. Remember when we did that two years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago? Which is ultimately also why they don't want Liberals to get their way, because when people on the left enact policies pertaining to body autonomy, personal choice, uh, reproductive freedom, it turns out that it improves abortion rates, i.e. reduces abortion rates. They would get their stated desire by implementing more progressive policies. When Jeb Bush was governor of Florida, he defunded Planned Parenthood. And when after he did so, abortion rates rose through the rest of his term. When John Hickenlooper was governor of Colorado, they implemented universally free uh, contraception. And while no contraception is 100% effective, there's no form of non-surgical contraceptive measure that is 100% effective at preventing pregnancies. But even though he was able to implement, you know, access to the IUDs and oral contraception and all of that was available at no no cost and it didn't even matter, you know, insurance is supposed to cover that at 100% first dollar coverage, but even if you didn't have a insurance, you could still get it. So, the rates and the unwanted pregnancy rates dropped because people now had access to preventive health care to prevent them from giving birth. And what happened? Abortion rates dropped. Liberal policies reduce abortions. Conservative policies punish abortions. And abortions are always going to happen. When abortion was illegal, you know, in certain states, people who could afford to get the abortions would go just go to the other states or would leave the country they'd still be able to find a way to do it. One of the biggest hypocrites in the world is somebody who claim, is vociferously pro-life who, is, who ends up pregnant with a child that they're, not, that they're not ready to have. One of the biggest hypocrites on the planet. I have a personal friend who we used to go, we used to disagree a lot in high school about abortion. She was pro-life. I was pro-choice. I said, look, I, I'm not going to I can't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and try and stop you from having your freedom to do what you want with your body. And she was very upset with that. She 
she was she didn't like the fact that I was pro-choice until she was faced with the consequence of her sexual activity, which caused her to have an unwanted pregnancy, in which case she went ahead and terminated the pregnancy. She got an abortion. She was she 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 even fessed up to me. She didn't have to. But she fessed up to me. She apologized. She was like, I, I, I treated you badly. I, I I treated you like, you know, you were a terrible person for being pro choice, but when I was faced with the situation, I went ahead and made that decision for myself. And I'm like, Okay, I'm not mad at you for it. You know, I'm 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 glad that it was able that you were able to get an abortion and that it was safe for you and you you had the right to do so. I'm glad you were able to utilize that right and I hope you'll now advocate for more people to do that. But it shouldn't take but I mean kind of just like with COVID, it shouldn't take individuals getting sick themselves. It shouldn't take individuals' loved ones getting sick for them to support the right thing. But unfortunately it does. Unfortunately people getting sick in their own family or themselves, them getting sick themselves are what help cause these individuals to have a change of mind, to have a new, uh, to have a new outlook on life, so to speak. So we'll see. Well, you know, I just, it's frustrating you know, and and I'm not even one who's ever going to be faced with with the possibility of being pregnant. But it's frustrating trying to have to deal with this sort of mindset, with this sort of mentality that these people have, because again, it, it's consistent across many of their uh, ideals. It's consistent across many of their stances that they take that until it affects themselves, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to support the rights of other people, but they'll do it because it's selfishness. They'll be selfish with themselves. And, but, but with abortion, it's different. With, with like COVID, they will say, you know, I'm not going to get the vaccine, and then they get sick, and they're like, I should have gotten the vaccine. And then they, if they survive it, they might go ahead and get the vaccine. With abortion, many times, they won't be like that. They won't. They, they won't. They'll be. They'll have been so vociferous against abortion that they'll be embarrassed for doing it. And instead of saying, you know what, I didn't realize I was in the situation. I was wrong. I, I finally experienced the situation, and now I realize I need to um, be an advocate for people and having choice. But then you, they typically won't do that with. And they might do that with COVID and vaccines. They're not going to do that with abortion. They're going to they're going to go off and have one surreptitiously. They'll realize that they were pregnant, probably beyond six weeks, but before they show, they'll say, "I don't want to have this child." They'll go have an abortion out of the state, and they never talk about it because they they would be embarrassed if they had to talk about it. They would be embarrassed if they had to admit that they were wrong. And that's one thing that we've talked about on this show for a while now is that Republican conservatives often don't like to admit that they were wrong when they're wrong. They would rather double down. 
they'll double down on a 12 in blackjack and get to 10 and they'll do it five times. And instead of saying, you know, that was my bad play, I shouldn't double down on 12s again, they'll double down on 13 next or 14 just to prove, just to, just to own the libs. And then they'll, they'll say that the deck was rigged against them. They'll say that, oh, this, this, wasn't, this wasn't a fair deck. This deck was rigged. They'll, they'll go so far to try and eliminate any personal responsibility that they have when it comes to any actions that they take part in. Like they'll, they'll do it with, with COVID again. You know, they'll say, oh, it's not my responsibility to take care of your kid. Or, it's not my responsibility to protect your kid. No, it is my responsibility to protect my kids, but y'all still should feel bad if you if your action if you knew your actions caused problems with somebody, you should be you you if that happened to me, if I knew that my actions led to somebody else's kid getting sick and dying, I'd never forgive myself. I'd be upset. I'd be inconsolable. But these people aren't. They have no empathy whatsoever. They have no desire to care anything about themselves and the world around them. Well, they, they, they only care about themselves, but they don't want to care about the world around them. It's really sad. It's pathetic. Anyway, let's go ahead and take another commercial break. We'll come back, take your calls as well. Phone number is 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Off from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out Budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. Budgeteers.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the liberal band radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show, mmm, yeah. 
you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdemonox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Welcome back to Liberal Band Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131, or you can join us in the chats room, chats, chats room, is it chats room or chat rooms, or chat rooms, either on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan or on youtube.com slash liberaldanradio. Um... And one thing I did want to mention about the abortion thing um, and, and the post was that the one thing that surprised me is this is in a, a not just a left-leaning group, but it was also in a kind of a feminist majority type group. And you had some people there basically saying, you know, what about contraception? Like, why didn't you use contraception? I'm, I'm like, there's no form of contraception that's not surgical, that's 100% effective. So why are you even asking this question contraception can fail and when contraception fails a person should be able to make a determination to not have her body used or have their body used for nine months and should be able to make the decision about you know when they want to have a family and when they don't or if they don't you know, that's another thing. That's another, there's a whole bunch of topics that can be talked about when it comes to how society treats body autonomy. And, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that can be talked about when it comes to that. Um, you know, the women or people with a uterus can't get their uterus removed, can't get a hysterectomy, especially when they're young. And doctors will ask, well, what if your future husband wants a child? Why he doesn't have a say? If future husband doesn't, if 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 you want to get married and you don't want kids, then I'm, I mean I hope that would come up in conversation. But future husband doesn't doesn't have any control over whether or not we're spouses are not slaves to their other spouse's childhood or parenting desires. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anyway. So what else is going on in the world uh, today? Um, So you had the California recall, uh, which went stellar for people on the left and, you know, a miserable, laughable failure for the people on the right. Uh, The so-called budget hawks, the people who bemoan wasteful government spending, wasted $300 million of 
California's tax dollars to run a recall election for somebody who's going to have a chance to be voted out of office next year anyway. And, you know, the you know, Judge Larry Elder, who is the top-running Republican, apparently there is a former mayor who was a much more sane choice if you're going to want somebody who would lead instead of mislead. But no, they had to pick Elder, who was, you know, at the very start of the election, Elder had made a comment about how the election wasn't stolen for Trump. But nope, he quickly changed his mind. He quickly changed his beliefs, and he embraced the big lie that this was a stolen election. Um, and probably will continue to say that this was a stolen election because it's probably one of the reasons you, they wanted to have this recall. I don't, I don't know if anybody really believed that they were going to knock Gavin Newsom out of office. I mean, I, I think that's under, I mean, I've criticized Gavin Newsom for things like, you know, being hypocritical when it comes to attending a dinner uh, when he was trying to tell other people to behave correctly during the pandemic. You know, clearly I had a problem with that and I discussed the bad out on the show. He still is a much better choice for governor over Larry Elder. I mean, that, there's no question about that. But the whole thing, uh, it was, I think is just, at least partially, if I was going to be a conspiracy theorist, if I was going to be somebody who discussed, who, who, who believed that they did this for other reasons other than they other really thinking that they were going to win a recall. I would say that perhaps they did this to keep the, to fan the flames of election fraud, that if you don't have an election within a certain amount of time, there's only so much you can talk about when it comes to past elections. You need, if you're going to push election fraud and voter fraud as a, as a real issue, they're not a real, they're not, they're not real. I've cited the Heritage Foundation numbers on this, that the amount of legitimate voter fraud cases are so tiny that it's, it's inconsequential. But they, if they're going to beat that drum, they need to have something to beat the drum over. And I don't think anybody believed that California was going to flip. I mean, it did flip with Brown, with Schwarzenegger, but Schwarzenegger was a moderate, reasonable Republican as opposed to elder and the other quacks they have now. So there's that. Um, And also, in order to have a successful recall election, you need to have people from both sides of the aisle supporting the recall. You can't just have one side, especially that, especially when that side is a Republican. You can't have one side saying, this guy needs to go, and then the Democrats like, no, he really doesn't. We don't want your guy. No. You have to have the Democrats also saying, yeah, we agree with you. This guy really has to go. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll put up our own guy to go, but – Without the Democrats saying, agreeing, yeah, he has to go, he was never going to go. It was never going to happen. Not one chance in hell that that was going to happen. I mean, again, strange things have happened. I didn't think Donald Trump would win in 2016, and well, 
people were stupid in 2016 and allowed him to get into office. That's a whole other show. We won't talk about that too much. But, yeah. We have, you know, I, I think that the reason that they pushed for this was, well, A, they don't care about how they spend money. Even though if they're budget hawks, they don't care about how they spend money. But B, big old B, is I think they wanted to be able to have this be an issue. They wanted to have be able to continue to drum the beat of election fraud so that they don't have to only focus on one election, the, the big one that they're lying about. They want to be able to show, oh, well, here's an example of voter fraud. Here's another example. They want to be able to point it, even if it's not true. They're still going to point it and say, see, it's voter fraud, because you could say, it's not voter fraud. What are you talking about? It's ridiculous. Oh, but it's voter fraud. Oh, but it's voter fraud. Blah, blah, blah. Horrible garble. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Harumph, harumph, harumph. I didn't get a harumph out of you. Harumph. If you get that, you're probably as old as me. Um, or older. So, um, what else to talk about today? So, let's talk about AOC first, and we'll take another break, and then we'll talk about rape culture in, the, in, in U.S. gymnastics. So, there's a whole big kerfuffle about AOC going to the Met Gala. And I'm not going to go through all the facts because the facts are already out there. And there are many people who are not talking about all of the facts. You know, oh, AOC paid for a 30. No, she didn't. Oh, she went maskless and she was maskless in an outdoor area in a tent. You're in a tent that's indoors. No, it's not. There There are plenty of things that are being said about this event that are just plainly wrong. Plainly wrong. And, but there's also people on the left who are like, she's a traitor. She went to this rich event. She's supposed to be one of us. I mean, are you kidding me? That this is, this is an example of what I like to refer to as the overly woke. I mean, I don't have words of redneck wisdom this week, but I couldn't do words of the overly woke. Maybe I could do that too. Another bit. Words of the overly woke. Are you overly woke? Do you complain about why the black olives are in a can? Excuse me, and why the green olives are in a jar? You're overly woke. So, yeah, they're really calling her a traitor because she was at this event. Meanwhile, she's at the event in the faces of rich people wearing a dress that says tax the rich. That's the best place to be. That's not her being a traitor. That's her being a, hey, hey, rich people, look at me. I want to tax y'all. And most of the rich people there are probably like, okay, we agree with you. Oh, well, the artist who made the dress the person who made the dress, that person is, you know, she's also rich. Oh, she's rich. And she wrote a major, that's a hypocrite. She's a hypocrite because she takes money. But people are just, you got to understand, like, you got to accept, like, because AOC came from these roots, she no longer, she hasn't lost the roots because she's now an elected official. She's not uh, someone who, at least as I'm aware of, is worth millions of dollars now because she's in elected office. 
She's using her position to speak truth to power. She's she's gained power. So she, she's so you you can't always just expect to tr- speak truth to power from a position of not power. You eventually need to gain power and speak truth to power from a position of power as well. You need to eventually vote them all out and then just get the truth in there. It's it's just so bizarre. Like people are they're so willing to shoot themselves in the foot, to cut off their noses to spite their faces. I don't understand why they're so willing to do that. But they are, and they do. It's absurd. But then the people on the other side of the aisle are just as, because you have the situation where, oh, well, she's a hypocrite because she wasn't wearing a mask. Um, she, she followed the rules of the, of the event. The event said that you don't have to wear a mask if you're outside, and that tent clearly was outside, an outside tent, very well socially distanced, wide open spaces. You know, you had to be vaccinated to show up. So there's that. But no, people just want to, people just want to complain about every single thing. Some people will just never be happy with anything. They can't just look at what was happening in that room, in the room where it happened, and say, good, she was in the room where it happened. She was able to uh, get that message out and get people talking. And sometimes that's a good thing, to get the people talking. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the final commercial break, and we'll come back and we'll be talking about um, rape culture within U.S. Olympics, taking your calls, 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Greetings. This is Nimbus Yosh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things. Political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts You'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit You will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan dot com. This is Amber Petrovich, a.k.a. Just Capital, talking investing in finance in the Just Capital Minute. Finn refined the brokerage Robinhood, a record $70 million for, among other things, lapses in customer service. 
This brings up an important issue. Which brokerage should you use and how do you choose one? There are several things to think about when you're choosing or switching to a brokerage. The first one is fractional share trading. Some brokerages that offer fractional or partial shares are Schwab, Robinhood, Fidelity, and Interactive Brokers. The second thing to consider is what the brokerage's interest rate is for trading on margin, i.e. borrowing from your broker. The higher your account balance, the lower interest rate you will typically pay to trade with margin. The average rate is about 5%. The third thing to consider is research. How much market information, including news, technical, and fundamental data, do you want? Do you want interactivity in your charts? Do you want a social experience? Then Webull may be the one for you. This has been the Just Capital Minute. Build wealth and fight the wealth gap. And welcome back to Little Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. We have bringing a boy in the chat. Um, I'm not sure why she said why any attention for Sandy. I'm not sure. People making a big deal of nothing. I don't know. The servers were required to ban masks. Well, the servers were required to ban masks because they weren't eating and they were inside serving food. And that's one of the things. If you were inside and not eating food, you had to wear a mask. Uh, AOC was outside taking pictures in the big tent so to speak, and that's why you had pictures of AOC without a mask. Uh, if there was pictures of AOC inside not eating while wearing a mask, then I would be critical of her. I would, I would have made her hypocrite of the week. Maybe I would make her hypocrite of the week next week if someone was able to show me that. But I have yet to see that, so therefore I'm not going to do that. Um, bringing a boy asks, would you wear a mask, Dan, if you had the balls to go? I, if I had the money to go? If I could afford to do it, if I was one of the uh, wealthy folks who could afford to go to the Met Gala, um, I would wear a mask as the rules required, because I do wear masks as the rules are required, because I don't complain like a whiny little a-hole over the fact that I have to, oh, I don't want to wear a mask, it's tyranny, blah, blah. I mean, when I heard Jesse the, Jesse the Mind Ventura, or just Jesse Ventura, former governor of former governor of Minnesota and conspiracy theorists talking about thermite paint. Um, before when I heard, you know, Jesse, the, Jesse, the body, he basically was like, he made the point that I was making for a long time about people, you know, complaining about masking and the, and the, and the, the sacrifice that they might have to make. I was like, man, I used to say these people would be just unbearable if they were asked to make the sacrifices that people were asked to make during world war two. And he basically made the same point that we would – he basically said Hitler would have won had, had we had these people back then. These people wouldn't have survived back. These people would have been so insufferable back then that it's ridiculous. Um, I do want to make one point or two points where is funny uh this is the first time in three weeks that i've done the show where i don't have my wife somewhere behind me because we're back in my office and my wife's in in the bedroom uh but the funny thing is is that each time i did the podcast with my wife right behind me it didn't take very long for me to i, I don't know if you could hear it or not 
but it, it, it didn't take very long for my wife to start going. She started sleeping. Now, one could think that maybe it was my smooth sounds, my the voice, the soothing sound of my voice of Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. And and I tried to also keep it, I was trying to be a little more hushed when it came to when I was speaking or how I was speaking when I was in Georgia because I didn't want my voice to be too loud and keep my parents up. So I was maybe talking a little bit more slowly, a little less animated, a little more whispered or hushed tones. So maybe that fact that I was speaking so low and softly, maybe that lulled her to sleep. Or, you know, just my, maybe my voice in general is just soothing to listen to. Maybe I can do a, you know, a very slow listening, uh, read some books or do some news on NPR radio. Or maybe she was just bored by the whole thing and just knocked out. <laughs> Could be one of the two. Who knows which one of the two it is? She won't say. I think she does. I think she did later early, earlier today say it was my voice. It was the the soothing sounds of my voice, as opposed to the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Which you know, I do want to give a shout out to my little brother, the host of the most Nimbus Yosh with the Percy podcast. Uh, he is on Anchor and he ha- he puts up content up on there. I also did an Anchor podcast recently where I talked a little bit about nine eleven. Uh, about one six and about um, uh, what should I call it? Universal basic income as well. I covered all those three subjects. I recorded it whilst driving home on Saturday from Georgia to New Orleans. So I had a bunch of time to kill so I could record a podcast and it was very easy to do on my anchor.fm app. So I don't know if I would try and do a podcast from using blog talk radio in, in the car, but this one was just, press record and just talk for 20 minutes and then talk and then press record again and talk for 20 minutes. And that was just that simple. Um, of course I try to produce those shows, I guess a little less than maybe I produce these, but wait, wait, I, I can't, I can't say it. I have to let Donald say it. Hold on. Wait. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. And of course, as soon as I said it is what it is, my 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 signal went red. So maybe maybe my signal just doesn't like uh, hearing the Donald. Um, it is what it is. Anyway, but let's talk about. I mean, I was probably going to do an hour show this time. We only got bringing a boy in the chat. Bringing a boy came in late in the chat, and I don't have many other people, I guess, active in the chat tonight. So it's it's very possible. That's going to be a slow or short night, an hour, one hour show instead of a three hour show like we sometimes do. No bonus content for y'all today, unless y'all want to, you know, to hit me up on the Patreon real quick and say, hey, we're going to we're going to give you bunches of money to stay on the air for two more hours. And I'd be like, OK, let's do it <laughs> anyway. So you had the hearings today on the U.S. Olympics uh, hearing. You know, I didn't watch all of the hearings, but I did watch some of the press conference afterwards. I did see some of the statements that were made by, like, Ali Reisman and Volcano, Michaela Maroney. And just one of the biggest things that just stood out, or that should stand out to everybody, is the fact that we had a situation where you know, these 
women reported the abuse early on. And the FBI didn't do their jobs. According to the people, if the FBI would have followed their own existing policies and procedures, that you would have less people get sexually violated because they would have arrested them and taken them away. But you didn't have that. You had people who they allowed him to continue to do his job. They allowed him to work in the university. They allowed him to work as a coach. They allowed him to do, to keep on doing what he was doing. And in doing so, they enabled him to the point where, where they believe, and I agree, that it, was, it should reach the level of criminal negligence. I mean, he was the only person in the bedroom or wherever they were with, with some of the incidents that took place, especially like in 2016. But the government enabled him by not taking the steps they needed to do. And that, when people talk about rape culture, that's what that is. A, a, a you know, I, my best way that I convinced one of my friends that rape culture was real was that, look, what is a culture? You know, people say, oh, culture is just, you know, what's popular? No, pop culture. Culture is, no, a culture is where something thrives. Pop culture is what popular music and popular sports and popular TV shows and popular celebrities thrive. A virus culture is where a virus thrives. So you have a throat culture, you know, for the strap. They swab you for strap and they wipe it on the culture. And if you have strep, the strep thrives. So rape culture is where someplace where rape is allowed to thrive, is allowed to grow, is allowed to happen without anybody putting in anything anything to stop it, like an antibiotic, right? So if we live in a rape culture, it means we live in a cult, we live in, we live in a society that allows rape to continue, and there's no better evidence of this. That we live in a rape culture than what happened to these U.S. Olympians and the sheer number of people who were victimized by Nasser and everyone else who was involved, be they active participants or be they enablers or be they people who just failed to do the job with willful ignorance and willful negligence and criminal negligence, at least what it should be. So these, these people's stories need to be heard. They need to be you need to watch them. You need to get, use whatever privilege that you have to help elevate their stories and to help push their stories out there so that people can hear and people can understand and so that pressure can be placed in the appropriate places to make sure that not only the people who allowed this to happen get punished, but that it's never allowed to happen again. One of the points I think was made by one of the Olympians was that the, I think it was, I think it was Ali Rison that the individuals or the money that funds, I guess, the, the organization that is meant to make sure that the athletes are safe, it shouldn't be the same people 
who are who that organization is looking after should be a completely separate thing. There should be no connection between the people trying to protect the athletes and the people trying to and, and the people and the people who are training the athletes who, who the athletes apparently need protection from. That makes sense. Hope it makes sense. Anyway, so that's pretty much what is is that's pretty much what I want to say about that. It's just just those people need to have their voices heard. Um, if uh, are you still here, bringing a boy? Because if you are, I feel the need that I have to play this one more time, at least one more time. Down here in Liberal Bands Chopper City, we got some steals on Harley Davidson's today. Turns out holding Sturgis wasn't that bright of an idea. But while festival goers pass away, we're passing on the savings to you. All our Harleys come freshly sanitized for your riding comfort. And while supplies last, we're throwing in some antibacterial gel and a 12-pack of two-ply, just in case the stores run out again. So come on down to Liberal Bands Chopper City and get you a hog today. Liberal Bands Chopper City is a fictional establishment, and we don't know what the death toll of Sturgis will be. Bringing voices, what can come out for those girls? I mean, getting closure, getting getting their, all of the people who who enabled the rapists and the rape to happen, you know, punish those people too. It's not going to solve the problem, but there are people who let it happen who need to also be punished, and that's going to help them get some sort of closure. That needs to happen. Anyway, I do want to give a big shout out. I'm going to go ahead and end it right at the, right at the one hour mark. Shout out to Cesar now out in California for being a Liberty Radio Patreon for Demonox uh, with the show. Listen to him, uh, ex Demonox. I'm sorry, caller. I am ending the show right now. So call back next week. I definitely want to hear back from you then. Um, also, shouts out to your boy Chris, um, my little brother again, the host of Most Nimbus Yosh with the Percy Podcast. And everybody who listens to Liberal Dan Radio talks to the left, that's right. Tune in next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, blogfilmradio.com slash liberal dance. And make sure to subscribe to me here on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Um, go to liberaldan.com. Find all the other places where I am online. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Off to the left. That's right.